No, most certainly. I mean, we're seeing the positive sentiment continue um, in Asia. Um, you know, that's obviously on the back of a very strong close yesterday. We saw um, the markets uh, really trade um, a very strong yesterday. You know, on the back of, I think, by and large, the big influence comes from the U.S. elections. Um, you know, the markets have, have a clear preference of, of who they really want to win the elections, um, and that's Hillary Clinton. You know, the, obviously, the former uh, Secretary of State is seen as a, as a, as a more of a, a much uh, safer bet compared to Donald Trump, who's, who's often seen as a, as a wildcat, very uncertain as to what sort of policies uh, would come from, from his uh, presidency. So uh, when it emerged that um, Hillary Clinton was in the lead yesterday, uh, particularly after the FBI's decision, uh, the market turned positive, and we've seen that continuation into today uh, with Asia um, up, you know, even though it's slightly uh, not as strong as it was yesterday, we are still seeing the positive sentiment continue. And, of course, the big days today, um, you know, the election day um, out in the U.S., and uh, we will see. Indeed, we shall. Not too long to go now. And then um, the Chinese trade data, um, they're looking at what's going on there, Mahoudi. Um China's exports dropping for a seventh month. Most well, certainly. I mean, those numbers continue uh, to, to, to decline. We saw, uh, you know, big declines last month, um, you know, for October as well. Those numbers continuing to miss expectations. Uh, exports, you know, came through at, um, uh, you know, they were down 7.3%. I think the expectation was around 6%. Um, you know, the previous month was minus 10%. So there's a slight improvement, but it's still some weaknesses that the uh, Chinese economy is showing. Uh, on the input side also, you know, worse than expected. It came in at minus 1.4 for the month of October. So it declined, and the expectation was around 1%. So you're already continuing to see some weaknesses, um, and, and it has been there for some time, that the Chinese economy is obviously find, finding very difficult as they move um, their economy to try and, and reform the economy from a, an investment-led kind of an economy to a more of a consumption-led. So those weaknesses are showing, but also I think combine that with the weaknesses that we um, that we see globally, um, you know, both from the import and the export. Hence, they are being impacted negatively. I mean, you look at the, the numbers that came through this morning: exports to the U.S. Uh, falling by 5.6 percent uh, in October, and Europe about 8 percent, uh, you know, decline. And um, you know, obviously, the likes of South Africa, uh, emerging markets, which are heavily reliant on China to perform well will certainly also be affected. And we've seen that with the weaknesses of that, that we're seeing with the, um, the Australian currency coming under pressure this morning. Mm. Theresa May, I see she's on a three-day visit to India, and that got off to a bit of a rocky start, Maudi. Finding it very difficult, I must say. You know, the going is going very tough for her. And, um, you know, this is obviously as she tries and, and mend some relationships and open up new trade opportunities. Her first stop was in India. We know that at home, back in the uh, in European uh, Union, some of the members have made it very clear that they intend making it very difficult for the UK um, to really go through the whole Brexit. Um, so, so she's now in India, and, and it's not going very well there either because, you know, as we know, previously, even before she was the Prime Minister, she was very, very vocal when it comes to the immigration issues, and it looks like that's what um, the Indians or, or Modi has actually made very clear to say, if there are any trade relations that are going to be uh, improved, the first discussion has to be around the issues of immigration. Um, Modi made the point that in, I mean, uh, UK has to really open up, particularly for students who want to um, 
to study in the UK, those visa rules have to be relaxed. And you know, the irony is that you, you somehow you, you've got the visa rules that are different, you know, for Indians that are different from, you know, the visa rules uh, for, for the Chinese. So there has seemed to be some kind of discrimination there uh, from the UK. But we all know that the reason for uh, Brexit to have happened was the issue of immigration was at the center stage. So it's very difficult. She's caught between the rock and a hard place as to how she really negotiates herself out of the whole immigration issue, which has always been a big issue, particularly which the main reason which led to the Brexit. And then just very briefly on the OPEC issue, the Secretary General of OPEC there uh, saying that the group is actually committed to the Algiers output deal. That's what uh, he said uh, yesterday, the statement coming out from the, the Secretary General there. And uh, to our late fears, and I think there has been uh, some fears and some doubts that uh, OPEC members might not be able to fulfill some of the, uh, the the announcement that they made out in September, you know, because you've seen divisions among the members. Uh, some of the members saying they really do not want to participate in that uh, production uh, cutting, you know, and, 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 and that has really raised a lot of concerns, uh, questions around whether or not uh, OPEC will be able to deliver on the promises when they meet. Uh, come later this uh, end of this month. Um, also, I think the big issue is around the ability to bring some of the non-OPEC members in to participate into the to the whole price stability uh, that they're trying to embark on. And the likes of Russia, uh, some of the big ones, the non-OPEC members that need to be uh, brought in to participate in that. And um, he came out yesterday positive um, that they will be able to meet and agree on the production cut. So we shall, we shall see when they eventually meet later this, uh, this month. Indeed, we shall. Thank you so much, uh, Maudi. I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Uh, that was Maudi Lensone, who is a managing director at Lehumo Capital.